welcome to Ch Change the Channel. So, one thing I haven't talked about publicly is my late sister, Kristen Pfaff, former bassist of the famous band Hole, with Courtney Love, who was married to Kurt Cobain of Nirvana, the world's biggest band of the 90s. Um, Kristen's former band, Janitor Joe, was also a force not to be reckoned with. They were one of the best indie bands out of the Midwest and the Amphetamine Reptile Records in Minneapolis, Minnesota. <clears throat> and many fans have approached me over the years, over these last 26 years, uh, many of them concerned with the conspiracy theories around her death, some, some that approached me with projects they were pursuing. Many of them didn't follow through or were just really flaky or were focused solely on the conspiracy theories, so I didn't deal with any of them. But I was approached by a professional established British author recently, which I'm very excited to announce a project I'm helping curate, which will be a real book written by two British authors called I Know How to Live, which is, by the way, the last thing Kristen wrote in her journal before she died in June of 1994. Um... This book will focus on her entire life. It's a very exciting project, and I'm very happy to be a part of it. And I'm happy that I finally found professionals that are willing to collaborate. And they came to me, and it's funny because I was very focused for years back in the day on trying to complete a documentary film and or feature film about her life. But those projects fell through for various reasons. And so I just completely let go. And then years later, the, this book project came to me and I couldn't be happier and more, and more confident in these writers. Um, actually, one of the writer's agents is the same agent for Johnny Rotten. So... Uh, the book should be coming out uh, sometime in 2021. I'm not sure exactly. It could be spring or summer. Um, so that's something for to look out for. I will be posting updates, and there will be updates posted to the uh, Kristen Memorial Facebook page, which is called Kristen Pfaff, Former Basis in Hull. Um, yeah, so there's been a lot of speculation about her death. Uh, and there's still unresolved um, questions about the last couple days of her life, even for my family, which has been kind of unsettling. We're hoping to get more of these questions answered in the book. But the main thing is the book will focus not just on the last year of her life, which was when she was in the band hall, but cover the rest of her very exciting and diverse life from birth all the way up to when she was 27 years old when she died. Yes, she's in the 27 Club. Um, so, you know, people have asked me, you know, or emailed me very far out ideas about Kristen and was there a relationship between her and Kurt Cobain? 
Yeah, um, I've heard theories that Kristen, Kurt, and Michael Stipe were going to form a band, which is an exciting idea, but there's no proof to back that up. We'd have to ask Michael, I guess. So over the years, I've been contacted by some pretty strange people as well. Um, but, you know, what it comes down to with Kristen and her choice to join that band, which was a very difficult choice, she was on the fence for months before she agreed to join. She asked every family member, probably every friend, what she should do. I remember her asking me at a Janitor Joe show in Toronto, and I think I encouraged her to go for it. Now, you know, she had multiple lures of uh, temptations of why she should join. Some of them were positive and some were negative. Um, and she believed in the music. It was great songwriting, you know. They were also connected to Nirvana, the biggest punk band in the world that broke through to the mainstream and changed modern rock forever. I mean, those were exciting times. And she also was attracted to Eric, the bass or the guitar player. And uh, but it was very hard for her to walk away from her band Janitor Joe, which she loved very much and had planned on going back to the night before she died. She was packed, had the U-Haul packed up and ready to leave Seattle secretly, did not tell any of the band members as far as I know. She was afraid of Courtney finding out. Um, <clears throat> so there's that. Um, and, you know, she had been clean for six months before she died. And that's a typical scenario for someone that overdoses on heroin is they get clean for a length of time and then they do the same amount of heroin that they did before they were clean and ends up being too much and killing them. Also, the, the heroin that she had was not just heroin. It was cut with cocaine and God knows what else. And that's typically not something you'd expect as a buyer unless you specifically requested it. So that made it much more potent. And she was taking a bath when she injected the heroin. So I find it hard to believe that she would want to do what they call a speed ball, which is heroin and cocaine mixed, but I could be wrong. And, you know, some of the theories suggest that someone went into the ba the bathroom and injected the heroin into her arm. You know, the, the truth is she made the conscious choice to do drugs while she was in the band. Of course, there was peer pressure and maybe Courtney was pushing it on her or whatever, but she could have left. She could have walked away. She put herself in those circumstances and made her own choices. So in that sense, she's responsible for her own death, unless there was follow play that we know nothing about. We don't know who the drug dealer was. We don't know what, what kind of deal went down or when or where. So those questions remain. But none of Kristen's friends ever approached me with the suspicion that she was murdered. So 
that's one of the big reasons I've ignored most of the conspiracy theories. Certainly, if one of our close friends had said, you know, I think there's something up here, I would have been much more persistent on uh, pursuing uh, investigations of any type uh, or collaborating with uh, others that were focused on the uh, theories. Um, but for the most part, I've shut them out because a lot of them have been very flaky and just focused on the sensationalism of her last year of her life. When the truth is, that wasn't really even the most exciting part of her life, being in whole. She, just because she was in a famous rock band, she has this memory, or this, you know, media persona attached to her as that's who Kristen Pfaff was, and that's total bullshit. Kristen Pfaff was a whole lot more than just the basis of whole. Now, she might have been the best female rock bassist, too, you know? There's that, and she may have had a triple platinum album that was in the top 100 best albums of all time, Rolling Stone. But those things are menial next to her whole life and her accomplishments and just who she was as a person. She was an activist, a feminist. She fought for women's rights, civil rights. Um, very driven and ambitious and loved being in Janitor Joe and traveling, touring the world and playing all over the world in that band. <clears throat> and uh, so I don't think it was about the money to join Hole. And she didn't really make the money she deserved because she was signed on as a studio musician. The only original members, real members of the band whole are Courtney and Eric. Everybody else was signed on as a studio musician, so they got less money. But the trade-off was they weren't tied to the band and could leave. And I think that's why she chose that avenue, if it was even a choice. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, she didn't quite make... Uh, the royalties and money that you would think uh, for an album on, of that level. Um, but as my dad said, you know, w when she was deciding on whether to join or not, from a, from a business perspective, it was a no-brainer, you know. But I don't think that was her main intention. But she did struggle big time with that choice to join. Um, and obviously, uh, it was a life and death decision. And um, this book, I Know How to Live, uh, will show a lot of different sides of her. It'll, and it'll give the fans of you know her generation and my generation, Generation X, uh, a, a full perspective a resonating perspective um, on who she was. And, I, and there's never been any anything like this. So I'm super excited about this, this book. My mother wrote a book called Unfinished Rhapsody, which you can buy on Amazon. And that's about Kristen's life. It's a very good book, but that's from a mother's perspective. So this book written by these British authors is going to give us a different perspective and I think it'll please a lot of her fans that have been begging for more information for years 
So that was, that's really the big announcement I wanted to make in this podcast. And I wanted to talk a little about Kristen. Kristen was my best friend. We, we were like hand, hold hands close growing up. Of course, we had a, a love-hate brother-sister relationship. It wasn't always great, but uh, there was no one in the world like Kristen. The, and the rage and sadness and pain when she died was just unbearable for me. I was so lucky to have my own indie rock band at that time that I could channel all of that emotion into. We were called the Rainbow Girls out of Buffalo, New York. And I was just a complete maniac behind the drum set back in those days. I would literally be breaking drumsticks and cymbals and foot pedals and drum heads at every show. There'd be blood on the snare drum. I broke two like $300 iron foot pedals in half with my bare foot. I was just a maniac. But it was great to have that outlet. And uh, obviously our music was heavily influenced by Kristen's music from Janitor Joe and other bands from that era like Fugazi, Helmet, Hammerhead, Jesus Lizard, Nirvana, and others. but uh, that I changed course later on and focused more on classical based music and electronic composition and more cinematic works. But I was very grateful to have that rock band and channel that emotion back in the day. And there's many stages of grief and uh, I think I've been through many of them, but I still feel the loss 26 years later and miss her every day but life is so short i know i'll be rejoined with her when i die uh life is super short so we shouldn't uh focus too much on the the loss because i think we'll all be reunited with our loved ones in the end uh so there's there's that um i don't know what else to say i want to leave most of the information for the book um but I did want to touch base on that because I've never publicly spoke um, intentionally, at least, about Kristen and some of these ideas here and thoughts. So this will be a short podcast. Just wanted to make that announcement. Keep your eyes out for a book called I Know How to Live. The author is Guy Mankowski. He's from England. And the the co-author, her name is Sarah, and I don't remember her last name i'm so sorry but that'll be revealed when the book comes out and it's going to be a great book and i will keep you updated so have a super week i'm doing this podcast only once a month now but you know i break the rules so there might be one earlier the next uh topic for the next podcast will be addictions and it's going to be a heavy Uh, intense podcast and I will have a guest uh, which I'm very excited about so stay tuned for that and have a great week hope you're uh, parring well with this COVID era shit show Um, don't watch the debates actually if you want to be entertained watch the debates but uh, who needs this fucking chaos right we got enough problems All right, peace out.